welcome back to the Bantam Munich podcast, the last one of the season. Thank God. <laughs> Joining me as always is the Renny Mule Steve to my Alex Ferguson, Carl Pierce. Hello. And the Titus Bramble to my Virgil van Dijk, Liam Hall. My boys, my boys, I'm so happy to see you once again. How are we, gentlemen? I, I, I'm very good now. I mean, I, we'd had a lovely, um, heartfelt chat before recording. And uh, I, I'm feeling pretty great, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Carl, how are you? Yeah, I'm happy. I've just not long ago finished work. And things are all right in football, which we'll touch on shortly. So, yeah, all good. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy my uh, my favourite team, Aston Villa, stayed up. So, <laughs> it's, all going, it's all going good. Uh, where, where did Arsenal finish? Did they finish above Tottenham? We, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. It's fine. <laughs> no, obviously we're here to talk about the, the final games of the Premier League that happened uh, yesterday as a recording. Um, it was so nice to see every single game on at the same time. It was lovely. But we're here to talk about the battle for fourth, also the battle for relegation, uh, so we're talking about Arsenal versus Watford, Chelsea versus Wolves, Leicester versus Manchester United, and also West Ham versus Aston fucking Villa. Uh, we're also <laughs> talking about the mighty Rush Albion get promoted uh, back to the Premier League uh, when they took on QPR, Brentford took on Barnsley, and we're also going to have our end of season awards. We're going to talk about Player of the Year uh, and so on. So we'll crack on first. I think we'll crack on with the most important game of the weekend. We'll crack with Man United versus Leicester. Man United winning 2 0. And obviously uh, getting into the top four. Champions League football back at Old Trafford. Um, I'm right in saying that, Carl, you did not think this was a possibility earlier on in the season. Yeah, it was at the season. Um, it didn't, to be honest. We were miles behind Leicester. Uh, we're a fair few points behind Chelsea at one stage as well. So, yeah, it's been a remarkable turnaround. Oh, big time. I mean, like, I mean like, obviously, they have to thank the penalties. Um, <laughs> I think you've had I think, maybe 17 penalties, I think, it's been this season. The I, most, I thought it was 14. Oh, 14. 14 penalties. The most that any team's ever had. In yeah, but, team. you know, if you get keep getting fouled in the box, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, falling over is being fouled now. It certainly <laughs> is. I think mean, one of the best things going about, I think, was uh, West Ham had a penalty and Bruno Fernandes was there thinking it was for him. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> That's good. This was not, if this was any other club, this would not be an issue. But because it's United, everyone has to make an issue out of it. But you, you've had so many shit decisions. Like... Yeah. It's just, I don't know. No, we don't. But guess what? Just the jealousy of other clubs. Liam, guess how Bruno Fernandes scored the first goal? Do you want to take a guess? Was it perhaps for a penalty? It was. It was a penalty. No way. It was a penalty, but that's not the biggest shock. The biggest shock of this result is a man who is a young prodigy, an up-and-comer... Um, at the age of 27, 
Jesse Lingard scored for and Manchester United. I ca- and I can't. Big J football. And it's just the sort of the, just the sort of form you want to see before he signs for West Brom, surely. Oh, oh. Future West Brom legends. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'd rather have you two in the team than fucking Jesse Lingard. <laughs> 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 um, but I will say, it's fantastic to see that Oli gets Man United back to the Champions League, back where they, they, they belong. Let's be honest, Man United are obviously arguably the biggest team in, in England in terms of history and fan base and um, it's nice to see that Man United stuck by him even though they had that dreadful start to the season so many points off the top four mm. I do think that lockdown was a blessing for Man United yeah it really was it gave us a chance to, to get Rashford back because he was um, injured and it, it seemed to kill, unfortunately, it seemed to kill like Leicester's momentum because, you know, they were playing really well. And then after lockdown, they, they seemed to capitulate. It's, it's also been great for, uh, for um, Greenwood as well. I mean, I think he's lost, uh, I believe he's lost quite a bit of weight and put on a lot of muscle. And so he's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he's he looked in fantastic physical condition, to be fair. And yeah, he's been on an absolute tear, hasn't he? He, he went into lockdown looking like a schoolboy, and now he's now he's like a man. At least looks wise. Yeah, yeah. I think that front three, though Rashford, Martial, and Green would have been it's been superb. I think I, I said this uh, I said this before that I think Greenwood was like the final piece in the puzzle for that front three. He offers something more. He offers something different to Martial and Rashford. The, the physical side of it, because as I said, Liam, he's, he's he looks bigger and stronger than. Rashford and Martial, but just hope he stays fit and hope that they stay together that three because I think that three next season could fire United. To yeah, make. definitely. I mean, there's still a long way to go. I think we still need three, four, maybe five players. Um, when we were looking leggy in the last few games of the season, it showed the lack of strength and depth in the squad because we just didn't really have anyone to to sort of put in and replace them with. I mean, Lingard <laughs> coming on. I know he scored, but you know he's, he's still he's, he's not good enough, really, to be honest. Hey, hey! He's a young player. You'll affect his confidence, Carl. <laughs> yeah, probably, I'm sure he. I'm sure he listens to to our podcast. Oh, he does. He should. He does. He's a we're big fan. Avid, avid listener. We offer him support. We tell him what he needs to improve on and what he needs to improve on. He's he everything. He's retiring from football. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, here's a question for you. Because I just saw a quote from Jurgen Klopp um, hailing um, Dejan Lofren as a Liverpool legend. So, uh, in comparison, <laughs> really? how, how, yep, <laughs> as he just signs for Zenit St. Petersburg at the age of 30. Um, 31, actually, excuse me. Do, do you think Lingard is on a similar level? Actually, here's a question. Who was worse, Walcott or Jesse Lingard? Lingard, easily. <laughs> it's, it, it, I, don't, I don't think there's any comparison between that. I mean, uh, Walcott had his moments. So, I mean, look at it. Remember that, that one year that Walcott was integral to Arsenal in that when he was up front and he scored mm. 50 goals, 40 league goals, and he. He fired Arsenal to fourth, but Lingard has done. He's done everything. 
he's done one good thing in his career that scored that goal against Palace. He he won in the, the Europa League. No one cares about that cup. What I love about the Europa League is they. It's the best, this is the best thing about it is because no team cared about it. They said, oh, if you win, get to the Champions League, and still no team cared about it. <laughs> yeah. They only care about it if they've, if they've won it, basically. Oh, I, I, I don't know what you mean. My, my team will never get there. <laughs> <laughs> you will, and back in the Premier League, and with Jay Ling signed for you, you'll be tearing it across Europe. I mean, you must be excited for how Robson Carnu and Jesse Lingard combination, surely. That's going to be so, awesome, isn't it? Uh, so, so Leicester capitulated. Um, and they, but this, but it, it's, I'm not talking about that. We'll carry on with this. It was... Um, <laughs> um, I still think a successful, a successful season for Leicester finishing uh, in fifth. I think no one thought they'd finish there. I think they'd be talented. I think Brendan Rodgers has done a fantastic job at Leicester. Mm. Um, would, you, would you disagree or agree? I agree, but I, I think he's really mishandled the team since lockdown. I, I think this is Arsenal levels. This is Arsenal and Tottenham levels of, uh, of a bottle job. <laughs> no. I think it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, Leicester finishing fifth, you can't. You can't sniff at it, but they were in such a strong position and they, they sort of did let it slide. So you, you can't sort of overlook that, to be like, like, perfectly honest. They, they were like set for thirds, like a like strong third as well. I, I never saw this coming. I, I was very surprised. I mean, I, mean, I get that, but let's be honest. And I, I, this is tech, they, they still finish above both Tottenham and Arsenal. Yeah, but they, I, they, like, I, I still think it is a bit of... Uh, before lockdown, I think if you told a Leicester fan that, I think they'd still they would feel slightly disappointed. I don't think that. I don't think at all. I think they'll take. I think to us, t- taking fifth and getting back into Europe, I think they'll they will have took your hand off of that. Because I, I genuinely thought that something like this would happen. Would they keep it on? Would Chelsea and Man United get stronger? And yeah, it proved it, it proved to be right. And Chelsea and Man United finishing third and fourth. Um, Things, if, if, I was, if I was Arsenal, everyone would be absolutely ripping Arsenal. No, I don't know. Yeah, because Arsenal, if Arsenal were that far ahead and they dropped out of the top four, then yeah, Arsenal would get absolutely berated for it because Arsenal should be there. You still think of yourselves as a big club with a, yeah. a, you know, a decent amount of cash. Mm. Whereas, whereas Leicester, no one really expects Leicester to finish that high. And I think that's why people are still going, you know, well done to Leicester. It's a, it's a great season for them. So, no, I don't, I don't think you compare Arsenal, the Arsenal thing to, to Leicester. So. But we talked about the other game um, that sealed fourth place. Chelsea versus Wolves. A 2-0 win. Mate with a lovely free kick. And yeah, it's awesome. Mm. And, and also Giroud scoring again. I think Frank Lampard's had a... I think Frank Lampard can say this has been a successful season for him. Uh, at Chelsea, he's done very well. Yeah, I think all things considered, you know the transfer embargo and putting a lot of younger players in. I, I think you can be quite pleased. Oh, big time! I mean, you look at it. You lost Hazard in the summer as well. You lost the focal point of the team, and then 
everyone thought, oh, this will be a transition season for, for Chelsea. It won't really matter whether finish Abramovich won't sack Lampard. I think, I genuinely think if Abramovich, if Lampard didn't get top four, I think Abramovich, I think Abramovich might have, I don't know, would he have wielded the axe maybe? I think. I don't be- know. I think, I think he would have got away with it this season. I, I honestly do, but it's hard to know with Abramovich, as you say. But as well, we look at it, he's led them to a cup final as well. Um, where they play, obviously, right, yeah, yeah, you might as well say they've won it, really, haven't you? Because last time Arsenal and Chelsea were in a cup final, was it? It was, it was when Conte was in charge and Arsenal beat them. So um, I'm, I, I have every faith in. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <I have> every... <laughs> uh, but I, I do think though Chelsea, if. I mean, they've, they've signed Werner, uh, Ziyech as well. And also, um, news in just reading this on Sky Sports, uh, Kai Havertz wants the Chelsea deal done by next week. Apparently, they've agreed personal terms. Um, and, yeah, it'd be, if they get Havertz, that's a fantastic sign. It's, it's, it's a bit of a weird signing, though. Where's he going to play? Well, you look at that. Obviously, Werner's up front. Ziyech will go on the right, Havertz on the left. The thing is, though, that this is all very well, but Chelsea's um, biggest downfall has been at the back. It's, it's you know, it's not going to matter signing all these forward players if he's not going to strengthen the defence, which I would thought should be a priority. If it feels kind of similar to Man United in, in, a, in a way. Or, or what I think they're doing is basically they're going to go with the option of we're going to score more goals than you. So I think that's what it is. I think mm. that, that should be the tactic. I mean, it's not... It's not a safe tactic, but it feels like Chelsea are going away. But let's be honest, Chelsea have always had a shaky defence. They just had a great leader in that defence in Terry. They had, um, what's his face, for Portuguese lad. He was very good. Carvalho was, was he's either injured or he'd play a couple of games and then he'd do something, he'd do something stupid. Um, I mean, obviously yeah. they had David Luiz. He was a, he was a just, legendary player. Mm. <laughs> ha. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Ivanovic was a rock when he was there, but I do, and Aspilicueta as well. I think Aspilicueta is so underrated. Yeah, he's an excellent player. Seven and a half million pounds they paid for uh, Aspilicueta, and that uh, great. Uh, that vote for money is incredible. But um, well, he, talking oh, about is this Tomori injured? By the way. Yes. Uh, that makes sense. Talking about defences and goalkeepers, should Man United be looking at replacing De Gea, do we think? Yes. I mean, he, he, had, a spilt, he had a spilt shot in the uh, Leicester game, which he was very lucky to get away with. Not big time. He, he, was just, he just looked at shadow. I mean, yeah, granted, Matt, I, I do think this, though, if he gets dropped for a couple of games maybe his confidence will come back maybe he'll start wanting to play again because you look at him as of right now he looks to me to be too comfortable hmm. that could be part of the problem I think if he gets dropped and Henderson comes in and maybe maybe Henderson could maybe Henderson could balk at the pressure the higher comes in and the higher plays superb again but I think Going into next season, I think Henderson should be united. Yeah, I mean, you can't keep Henderson on loan and keep sort of fobbing him off forever. He's got you got to give him his chance, I think, and he's looked pretty impressive at Sheffield United. 
He has. He's been superb, but then that brings me on to Chelsea as well. Do you think Chelsea should replace Kepa? Absolutely, I think. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's too prone to errors. and I mean, the problem is, who's going to buy him for the price they paid? Sevilla. Apparently, he's willing to take a pay cut to join Sevilla. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, they're, still, they're not going to make a profit on him, are they? I, t- I, t- I don't think they care, really, in terms of getting the profit over him, honestly, mm-hmm. because I think they just want him... Just get him out as possible, but because um... uh, apparently they've got their eyes on Henderson as well because his contracts um, yeah. due for renewal or, or some such. I mean, I, if, if I if I was Henderson, I would play Chelsea and Man United off each other, see which one offers with a better deal. Because I think if Man United say it right, you come back, we offer you improved terms, but you will be on the bench. Or if you got, or if Chelsea say right, we'll offer you improved terms, but you will be number one. It's a no-brainer. It, it yeah. can be a little bit risky, though, because, like, I mean, that that's what um, Lukaku like wanted, and I think if he went to Chelsea um, under Conte, I think he would have been a lot better off than if he went to Man United. So it, it can kind of go against you. But I think I think that was different. I think that's a different position. I think look, Henderson. I think Henderson will flourish wherever he goes. I think. Um, I think Lampard will have faith. I mean, Lampard's kept faith with Kepper this season, and he's he's. He's, yeah, he hasn't repaid him at all. I mean, granted, I think Caballero, Caballero could have come in and done a job for him, but I just don't know. But I, I do think Kepa needs to go. I think De Gea as well. Um, I think give, give Romero a go because he's, he's, when he, whenever I've seen Romero play, he's been solid. Yeah, I, I, I was, I, I've heard rumours that he, he might be leaving this season to get a number one to get a number one spot somewhere. So we'll yeah, have to see what happens there. Yeah, because he's been told if he doesn't get a number one spot by uh, the uh, Lucas Scaloni, the manager of Argentina, he's not guaranteed to be number one. Yeah. Which is, you got, you got to think, if I, was a, if I was an international manager, you'd want your first choice keeper playing. It's amazing that he's a first choice keeper for his, his uh, country. And he's always been a number two. And, I, you know, when he's played for us, he's been excellent. I think because Argentina have never Argentina haven't really had great goalkeepers over the years. Mm. But but now they've got two in Romero and also Martinez. So I think that's going to be quite an interesting competition between the two of them. I, I think I think Martinez has played superb. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. He might even be my preferred goalkeeper over Leno at the moment. To be honest, I, I wouldn't say he's that good. I think <laughs> Leno. Le, Le, Leno. Le, Leno has a mistake Leno in him, though. Saved you so many times. Yeah, but he he's, he's he is a bit prone to mistakes, and he's also not very good at collecting crosses. Uh, for me, I'd rather uh, if I if I had to pick one, I'd rather have Bert Leno. I think Le- Leno shot stopping is just I know I know Martin has had a great um, a great end of the season, but I think Leno will be first choice. I I, I know it's harsh to say on him, but I think on uh, Martin's but yeah, Le- Leno will be first choice. It's true. I, I, I mean, I do still want to see see Martinez get a run of good run of games, though. I think I don't, I don't think Martinez will stay. I think Martinez will go. It'd be really sad if he does, to be honest, because I, I, I I've been really really impressed with him, and I think it, the thing is we're not even going to get a, like a decent prize for him. So just oh, I think you will. I think I, I think the I think this last run, the run that he's had from the, the nine games he's played towards the end of the season, I think that'll increase his price. Cause I think it will show it show people, yeah, he's actually a good keeper. But 
He's only played. I mean, you look. He's only played thirty-six games for us in all competitions. So it's not like he's. It's going to be a big miss if he does go. Um, but we'll, we'll move on to uh, the relegation places. We'll, we'll come to Arsenal first. Arsenal versus Watford. Um, Arsenal went three 0 up with the first three shots they had on goal, and then I thought they were going to do an, an Arsenal. They capitulate. Uh, Delia Welbeck score and make it three two. I so wanted a Watford win. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> or at least a draw. But I'll, I'll ask you, Liam. Do you think this season has been a success or a failure? Bearing in mind where you were under Emery. Well, I mean, if we're talking about season on a whole, it's absolutely been a failure. I think Arteta has been. I think he's had. Um, I think he's had a very good run. I think. I believe since he came in, I think we would have been fourth if the Premier League started. Which, I mean, that's something I'd absolutely take. I, I, I don't think there's any way we can call this season a success, though. What if we were the FA, not, not even get to the FA Cup final? Uh, even then, I mean, you know, this is our lowest finish in 25 years. Even if we do get the FA Cup, I still think it's quite disappointing. Considering we considering we paid seventy three million for a player, I think we spent one hundred and twenty million in total. I think it's been a very very poor season for us, all things considered. I think, I, I, I think we spent the money on players that that didn't warrant the fees. I mean, I still stand to this day. You should have signed Zaha and not Pepe, because at least with Zaha, you've got a player that knows the Premier League and doesn't have to settle into it. Um, Pe- Pe- Pepe showed glimpses of how good he can be, but he, he, he I mean, is getting better slowly. Yeah, but I, I'd rather I, I would have rather signed Zaha for, for purely for the fact that he knows the Premier League. He's a very very good player, and he's he's different to, to Pepe. Um, mm. I think Abamyang has been the just the savior along with Arteta. Without Abamyang, I dread to think Arsenal would have finished. Oh, absolutely. I think also a special channel needs to go to um, Granite Jacka because I mean, he's had a hell of a tumultuous season. But he, he, since lockdown, he's become probably maybe even our, our best player. Yeah, it's, it, it just shows why he was named captain. I think Emery just three months of the yeah, it's just it's just crazy how spectacularly it fell apart under Emery, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it looked like it was going to be all right under him, but it just—I don't know—that he lost the dressing room and, and that was it. But it's just crazy, really. Yeah, it, it seems similar to kind of what happened with his time at the end of PSG. Like he just kind of—he was—he just wasn't the boss anymore. He couldn't—he he couldn't control the players. I mean, like he, he couldn't control Neymar, PSG. I definitely he could—he couldn't control Özil and Aubameyang and all those kind of players. It's just. I think in our they've got someone who's a great tactician and a great man manager. Wait, um, look, look, uh, let's what lucky we learn off. He certainly, off he certainly steadied the ship, hasn't he, Arteta? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sorry Carry on, carry on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say he, he's he's had a brilliant education, and I mean. It's weird looking back at his playing career and seeing how it's kind of influenced his manager style in some ways. Like he, w- when he came into Arsenal, he was kind of 
he was seen as not really much of a brilliant player, but he was he was a fantastic leader, and he there's a reason he was captain, and there's a reason um, Aaron Ramsey had his best ever season playing next to Arteta, even if he wasn't the best player. He just seems like someone who knows football. He's probably one, he's probably one of the smartest people in the Premier League, I'll say, in terms of managers. Do you think he'll get you back to where you need to be? Not next year, but I think. With, well, no, I'm not saying. Years, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that the uh, overnight thing, right? I think within three years, I think we have a chance to get into Champions League. Maybe even next season if we're lucky, but that's that's no guarantee. No, I think I think you're looking. He, he played under he played under um, Benga, and he must have learned so much playing under Benga, and also being in the assistant to Guardiola, who is arguably one of the best managers of all time, in many people's eyes, not mine. But you could tell that he... he but for me, it feels like a blend between Guardiola's style of football and Wenger's. Mm. And I think, I think if he gets the players he wants to bring in, I think he could do really well. I think Ozil needs to go. Yeah, um, that's going to be very difficult. Just get, just get rid of Ozil. I mean, off the wage bill as well, and also just out the club. I think Ozil being there, it just feels toxic in a way. If it, it's not as bad as Bale at Real Madrid, but it's, it feels like it's getting to that point where they're basically, it feels like they're making excuses to why Ozil's not playing. Just come out with it. Just say he's not part of my plans. I think that would be, I think that would be better for yeah. both Arsenal and both Arsenal. And also, um, Gwen Dumas as well looks like he doesn't want to be there. For me, he's. He's, an, he's not that good a player. I don't rate him at all. Um, he just looks like a very run-of-the-mill young player. He doesn't look like he's going to set the world alight. I think he's got talent, but I think he needs... To, uh, he hasn't improved as much as I hoped he would be. Yeah. As much as I hoped he would under Arteta. But yeah. apparently we, we might be... Um, we might, we might ha- be doing a swap deal with Barcelona for Coutinho, which just makes me want to end it all, to be honest. You wouldn't want Coutinho? No, absolutely not. Why? Well, I, I mean, I don't... First of all, I mean, like, w- w- where are we going to play him? Are we going to play him instead of... Are we going to play him instead of a Bamiyang? Are we going to play him instead of our £72 million player? Play him instead of Lacazette? Like, play him yeah. in midfield? We, we just... We need someone like him, but I, 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 I never really rated him as a player, especially now he's, what... 30? How old is he? Ooh. I think Coutinho at Liverpool was superb. Yeah, I mean, Harry's star has fallen because he was unplayable at times at Liverpool and didn't really fit in at Barcelona and he struggled to get going at Bayern Munich as well. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think what didn't help the Barca thing was the fact that it was the, the transfer fee as well of 140-odd million quid. Yeah, ridiculous amount of uh, yeah. money, wasn't it? That didn't help. Uh, it, it, and also, it, you look at it, it didn't help with um, Dembele as well. I know Dembele's had an injury, but, I mean, it just shows that the price tag does affect players. Um, yeah. I, I think I just find him a bit over, slightly overrated. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Liverpool got better when they sold him. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, let's face it, Liverpool haven't seemed to miss miss him, have they? Really, they've won the Crazy. league without him for, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but, then, but then, if you look at it though, that front three, you wouldn't miss anybody. Well, yeah. So, 
I, I think I, I do think though that I think if it was at Liverpool, I think Liverpool will still have the success they've had with Coutinho with the team. I think I think Coutinho is one of the best players that over the past couple of years that has played in the Premier League. So um, I'm gonna have to disagree with Elliot about Coutinho. I think Coutinho would be superb. Fair enough. I, I mean, I, I've never really rated him as much as, as most people have, but that's just me, I guess. I'm hearing rumblings on Twitter that you might be going in for Willian. What do you reckon no, for William, that one? I've seen uh, just a slight report reported that Willian is close to a new contract at Chelsea. Oh, I, I right. think that's a good move for him, to be honest. Just stay, I, thought I, thought it was a done, I thought it was a done deal that he was leaving from what I, no, I was uh, hearing. No, I've just it's just come up. Uh, he came up today at ten to twelve, so William could agree a new deal at Chelsea before the end of next week, with the Wingers' contract set to expire. Basically, there's been a breakthrough in talks. Ah, right. Because he uh, he had been really good for them since lockdown. He he played some um, you know really good matches, got some assists and goals. William's been just been superb for the past couple of years. Mm. For the past couple of years, I think. Mm. Everyone goes on. Everyone goes on about how important Hazard was to Chelsea. I think William is arguably more important. I think without William, I don't think they would have finished where they have finished the season, and also the past couple of seasons as well. I just really, I just really think he's that good a player. Um, he, he yeah. is a great player. He is superb. I, I said this on stat. I think it came out in the FA Cup. He's played in the past three years. 170 odd games for club and country, and he's still running every game, still giving 100. percent And it just shows that the man, he, he just clearly look, he clearly loves football. Yeah. Mm. I, I, so, I, I mean, he's not he's not really a player. I think we we need for more than other positions. I think that's kind of a thing, though. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, 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 I think I would sign like Batongan over him. To be honest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to happen. No, it won't. But I mean, oh, well. no. <laughs> be so Campbell all over again. Oh, do we have to talk about this next game? What next game is this? West Ham versus Aston Villa. Yes, yes. we do. Aston Villa. Avoiding relegation all by themselves. Oh, oh, Jack Grealish. Oh, Jack Grealish. What a player. The pride of the Midlands, staying up. I, I, I think he, he might be my player of the season, to be honest. <laughs> he, he's, he's far better for Coutinho. Villa are a team of the season for, for, for you know, defying the odds and staying up with such hard work. Not why I, I, somebody's offside watch not working or anything. I think it goes like Jordan Henson, Jack Reedish, Fender De Bruyne. Are you yeah, easily, easily, mate, easily. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gone very quiet all of a sudden, haven't they? Yeah, well, you, do, 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 do you disagree with us? Uh, is it? Uh, I, 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 have you finished? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I can go on all day if you want. Do, do you want me to get um, out? No, no, no. I, 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 I think I should just have a, just, just have a little a little chat. Um, <laughs> they are the luckiest bastards in the world. They stayed up because Michael Oliver forgot to turn his watch off. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, just 
Just the, the, the fact that Villa fans are thinking they just have to stay up by Mary. No, you Vasco v- 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 Smithy time. <laughs> I, I just it just it's baffling me that there, there is Villa fans out there thinking that Aston Villa does have to stay up by Mary. No, you don't. To be fair, they, they have been great since the lockdown. They they, no, they, they have turned it they turned it around no, no, in the last few games. No, they haven't. They've, been they've turned it around. So you have to admit that. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, I mean, all they've done is beat a crappy team called Arsenal. Exactly. <laughs> Mate, they've, they've been shit since lockdown. Well, all right, for the last, like, four or five games, then. No. All right, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we can right. agree. All right, so, <laughs> from lockdown, they, okay, so they lose, to, they lose to Chelsea, they draw to um, Newcastle, lost to Wolves, lost to Liverpool, lost to Man United, beat Palace... Drew with Everton, beat some team called Arsenal, and drew with West Ham. That is, this, that is this, fucking champions right there. Whoa. This is like Leicester, like 2015. It's like, honestly, like. <laughs> Shut up. Aston Villa are Leicester. You know, next season, uh, I mean, my, like Liverpool better watch out. Aston Villa are coming for that title. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna sign Jesse Lingard, and he's gonna he's gonna cop out. Right so imagine top. if he went on a tear. Yeah, they, they beat you to Lingard, and they, they yeah, went on an absolute tear for them. Oh, Reese would cry. It's not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be honest. Here. It's not gonna fucking happen. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I I mean, I think maybe um, I don't know. They, they might try, they might try and sign. I'm trying to, maybe I try and sign like Craig Dawson or someone and just <laughs> mm. maybe maybe, they'll, maybe somehow they'll, they'll buy David Louise off us oh, no you've just signed into a new contract so I don't know that'll happen um, I just want to say this though I don't say I, Jack Grealish is not staying I, I think there might be a chance a very very small chance I, I, I don't think there is a chance that all of him staying I think uh, I think he deserves to play for a bigger team than Aston Villa in the Premier League. Who's going to go to you, though? I could, I could see probably Leicester coming in for him, uh, Tottenham. Mm. He's hardly uh, tipped to join United, isn't he, by all accounts? Yeah. But whether that will happen, I don't know. I, I can't see that, though, to be honest. Oh, I, I, why not? I, 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 you don't really need him. Like, defence really? is somewhere where you need. Really? I don't I think, think defence is too bad, really. When you got Fernandez and Pogba, yeah. yeah, but they can't play every game, and there we it, go. Was, it, it showed that they were getting leggy the last couple of matches because basically Fernandez has played every minute of every game since since yeah. lockdown. To be fair, you we did had, like unlimited money, no one, so maybe actually, and we had no one we could put on instead of him that we trusted. Yeah, I, I, I think Jack Grealish would be great for Man United as like. A player pl- to come off the bench will probably come and help. I think, uh, and also I think he'll go straight to strength play for Man United. I think I I I, I disagree with saying that they don't need him. I think they do need him. Uh, you you, you know what you are, you are, you are turning me around, but I just don't think they're in like. I don't think we need him as much as like. I, I think Chelsea could maybe. I, I think we benefit maybe Chelsea or Leicester. Leicester, I think he would absolutely walk into that team. Even though Chelsea have signed Ziyech and go and sign Havertz. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, like. Yeah, and they've got the likes of Mount, who's been excellent as yeah. well. I don't, yeah, I, I don't see I, how Chelsea need him any more than uh, we I would. So. I mean, I mean, let's suppose who would I rather have, fucking Ziek or Jack Grealish? Hmm. 
Well, well, fuck. Should, should I just leave for Corvin? <laughs> I mean, is he someone that could do it? Is he someone you could do with, um, Liam? Maybe to be fair. Um, the uh, if if we go back to four v three, then I think yeah. But if um, I guess we could play him on the wing. But what I, I mean, I think we need to spend money elsewhere. Well, I, I think I think the same with you guys at Man United. I think you're better spent buying like a Van Dyke level signing in defence. Fuck gonna happen. Well, it's definitely not gonna happen if they buy um, Grealish though. Well, there's no defender out there that's like Van Dyke. That's the thing. Could have Barley. Could go to Man United. I mean, I thought our defence looked quite decent against Villa. Yeah. Yeah, but you, no, you, I, I, you can't, you can't, yeah, depend, you can't depend on um, Lindelof, though. Yeah, he did. He had an excellent game in that one. But yeah, he is. I must admit, he does worry me at times. He's prone to, he's prone to mistakes. And Bally's always injured, so perhaps it perhaps it wouldn't hurt to bring someone else in uh, in that position. I, I, I don't think that I, I don't think Koulibaly is the answer. I mean, let's be honest. When have we when have we watched Koulibaly play? Never. Well, never. But like you, exactly. you always hear, you always hear that he's been like fantastic. I thought someone else was nailed on to get him. I thought it wasn't Liverpool close to signing him or, or someone. I, I think Man City were as I well. Heard. But I mean, he's he's one of the best defenders in the world. I mean, this, this, but that I, never works out for us. When we get someone who's meant to be really good, they end up being shite. I mean, this is what gets people say, oh, but, uh, I, I have this argument with someone who he said this fucking play was the, the best in the world. I said, have you seen this play? Like, I've seen him on FIFA. It's fucking FIFA. <laughs> but, but we'll I, have Rojo back, don't forget. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> fucking hell. He's actually decent when he's fit. He's just always in. Again, he's another one that's always bloody injured. Mm. He, he's, he's like your love him, though. He can be a bit rash at times. That's the that's trouble. He's quite solid defending, but he'll go. He'll make these rash tackles and gets himself booked a lot. Yeah. No, I... I, I, I thought he... I thought he didn't play for him. I thought he went back to Estudiantes. Uh, he's on loan somewhere. Yes, Estudiantes. I thought he stayed. Um, yeah. But, um, no, we, we, we got to the relegation. So, basically, Watford and Bournemouth are relegated. Um, Bournemouth stay. I think Bournemouth have been flirting with it for the past couple of years. They just haven't bought well. They've mm. bought mm. quantity over quality. I mean, how much did they pay for Solanke? Was it like... 19 million. You know, I but, thought it was meant to be like this young prodigy, but it just hasn't happened somehow, has it? But the thing is, he's never played any games. So like, once you... He has. He's played 42 games for Bournemouth and scored three goals. Oh, no, but I mean, before like playing like at Bournemouth, like he, he didn't really get much games at like, Liverpool or, or, or Chelsea. He played 21 games for Liverpool. It yeah, but, what, for two years though. Yeah, but twenty one. Yeah, because he went to Bournemouth in the in, for the uh, other season. He, he, played, he wasn't loaned to Bournemouth. No, he went. He went because he was injured, and then went to Bournemouth in January. Oh, it was, oh okay, right, 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 right. So 
he, he's not like he hasn't played. He played 21 games for Liverpool in the Premier League and scored once. Not great, then, is it? That, mm. that warranted so back, that. But warranted a 19 million pound move to Bournemouth, where he played 40. I said, played 42 games. They're, they're great at transfers, aren't they? Liverpool? I mean, they got their money on Benteke, who was back on Benteke, who was absolute crap. Brilliant. They've got, I've got, I'm sorry, they've got, they've got 11 million for Lovren. That's belief, doesn't it? Brilliant. But I go back, go back to look Bournemouth. I think now I've got some good players. I think uh, Ake, hmm. Ake's. Superb. I think he, he, he's linked with um, City. He's been linked with us. Yeah, I, I, that's a step down for him to go to Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> Josh King as well. I think he'd be a good fit to anyone in the Premier League uh, to, to go buy him. Um, obviously, the big one is Callum Wilson, um, who is again a, a good player. Uh, they just, as I said, that they're just signed in places where. The players at the side are just not good enough. But do you think do you think Eddie Howe stays to try and get no. them back up again? Or I mean, they seem to be stagnating under him. I guess a they little do, bit. don't but, they? Unfortunately, like, if I was if I was Bournemouth, I would I would have no idea what to do. In all honesty, no. like I, I I don't know if I would have sell. I mean, who's going to want the Bournemouth job? That's going to be yeah. a hell of a rebuild. They have to be careful because they, they could be one of those teams that just goes down and down and down as well if you, if you don't I, play it right. I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be that bad. I don't, I don't think they'll do the Sunderland route or the Bolton route or something like that. I think they'll I be... I hope not. I hope not. No, no, I, I think next season, mid-table, if they go down, if they go down and I think mid-table would be great. But then... If they do keep Eddie Howe and Eddie Howe managed to spoil them, I think they could come bouncing back up. Mm. Because I, I am going to use Burnley. When Burnley got relegated... Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to bring that mm. uh, yeah. same thing up as well. I thought it was Sean Dyche, didn't they? And they, they were yeah. rewarded for it. They yeah, bounced straight back up and they've been Premier League ever since. I think, though... I'll put this way. If Bournemouth do go down, it's a very... It's an attractive job as well because they've got, they have got money to spend. I think they'll spend... Wisely, though, I think they get a manager in that's like, say like Chris Hewton, maybe. I think Chris Hewton at Bournemouth, if if how I think Chris Hewton at Bournemouth would be really good, a steady, mm. a steady man, a good manager. And um, he, he did wonders at, at Brighton keeping them up, he did great at Birmingham, he's good at Norwich, he's done good everywhere he's been. So, I think if any, I think if any how does go, I think Chris Hewton should be the one they should replace him with. Um, Watford. You have to be a fucking madman to think about taking that job. Yeah, I mean, mm. how ludicrous does it look now to sack Pearson? I mean, I feel sorry for the fans, but I don't feel sorry for the, the club because that was just a bizarre decision. Two games left, and you sack the man yeah. that nearly... I mean, he, he, he did... He was doing good. Considering where they were, he, it's, only, you know, it's only Watford. I mean, what, what were they expecting him to take them to mid-table? Beat Liverpool. They, 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 they were the first team yeah, to beat. yeah, they beat Liverpool, didn't they? Yeah, not 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 just beat Liverpool, they absolutely smashed them. Mm. Mm. Thing is, it, we have some good players as well. You know, Deeney's, I think he, he's shown he's been a fantastic player. I mean, they got what's his face, Saar. He, he, yeah. He's pretty good. Uh, I, I, I mean, to be honest, we, we were as an Arsenal fan, we were under the cosh yesterday. 
Like when they were inspired and when their when their defense wasn't sabotaging them, they they're, they're a hell of a team. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like. I, I said that I really like. I mean, Delafeo again is a good player. Um, is he still there? Yeah. Um, Kapuwe is oh, a good player. Decore as well. I'm so mm. shocked that Decore is still there. Um, I think. I think though, if what Watford, I think if they keep the majority of the squad, I think Watford could bounce straight back. They've got a very good team, but I just want to. I just want to have. Um, if if I may. Can I just have uh, a couple of seconds l- laughing at Craig Dawson? Yeah, unless you wish. Okay, do you want to join me? We'll have five seconds of laughing at Craig Dawson. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 you fucking swag. Ah, <laughs> It's the only good thing I can think about this day was the fact Craig Dawson left, left the Albion because he didn't think we'd get promoted. Goes to Watford, gets relegated as West Brom gets promoted. It's just a choice. And he was so shit yesterday. He's, a, he's, he's just shit anyway. Like, I, I think if he, if, he, if he wasn't playing, I think Watford would still be up. At least, at least yesterday. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'd do. I, I, I'd have this man back in the heartbeat because I love him. Ben Foster, I'd have him back any day. There might, might be a chance of that now, to be honest. I, 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 yeah, I, you I, never know. I don't, I don't think well because Billich has already come out and said he's going to keep face in the t- in majority of the team that got us promoted. And I think to be honest, that's that's talk for we've got no money to spend, mate. That's no, what no. that means. You know, we've got money to spend. I mean, we spe- we've already signed Pereira. Pereira's already it's already a done deal. Um, so that's spend- a very good signing for you guys. And not and also nine million pound as well. Really, that cheap, Jesus. Nine million, and also that's that bad going now. Yeah. There's also a deal to get Dean Garner back permanently. I think that'd be a great side getting back permanently. I think he could do wonders for us. West Ham don't need him, obviously. Um, I'd, I'd bring Kovinovic back as well. Maybe Robinson. I'd, 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 keep, I'd keep the core of that team because we'll get onto. We'll, we'll, we, I think we could get onto West Brom there. I think we'll, we'll get to that West Brom promoted to the Premier League on Wednesday night. Um, yeah, happy days. Oh, Carla Liam could contest this. I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> uh, well, no, I can sort of, I sort of know how you feel because watching United against Leicester, <laughs> if I lost that, would have would have finished fifth. So, oh, you know, was... there was so much riding on these one, you know, one match. Oh yeah, and, and if if we lost yesterday, we we would we would have finished eleventh. Christ, mate! Oh. I'm thinking about. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> But no, um, I, 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 I'm sorry. Over that whole the majority of the season, we deserve to stay. We, we to go. Sorry, we've been top two since September. Yeah, I mean, yeah, quite a fair gap between you and third yes. as well at one stage. You was... nearly did a Leicester. Nearly did it last. Um, it was. <laughs> I think at one stage that the gap was thirteen points. Between us and third, and then obviously got chipped away. And then when we lost to Huddersfield on the Friday, Mar- I was done. But God bless Stoke. Yes, they saved you. Stoke <laughs> saved us from. Um, I was what I, I, I had the F one on the qualifying, and I had the Stoke game on because I didn't. I, I was nervous. I didn't, I didn't want to watch just a Stoke game. And I remember just like when I heard, oh. Chance for Brentford, I went, oh, fuck off. I looked and I went, oh, thank God. And then, <laughs> uh, I think it was 93rd minute, they had a free kick. 
And they're going, oh no. It's like, oh, here we go. They're going to score. And then, fuck's sake. We have to beat QPR by $10 to one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we, we got saved. And then, God bless Bardsley. 91st, 91st minute goal by, by Barsley to, to beat Brentford 2 1. I was so happy. <laughs> so happy. Because I watched that game. Obviously, I watched the Albion versus QPR game. QPR, a very good young team. Very good young team. Good, good manager in Mark Warburton. It's a shame they are going to lose two of their best players. In firm of Asai Samuel, apparently go to Club Bruges and also with Eze. Uh, he's a Premier League player. He's 22. He, he just looks so good. He's mm. a Premier League player already. I, I mean, if we took him on, I, I'd fucking love it. That goal he scored against us is just beautiful. Just picked his picked his spot, Cur- just curled it top corner. Brilliant goal. But I was so nervous at 2 2, thinking, fuck, here we go. Yeah, I can imagine. Didn't happen, and yeah, it was just superb, just just to see us promoting again. Um, and yeah, I think we can go one of two ways. We can go the way that everyone, that most people, teams to go, which is to just buy a shitload of players that just backfires on you, or we can do the Sheffield United route, which is keep basically the majority of players have got you promoted. I just have faith in them. So, think, what, what kind of players do you need at the moment? Um, if I, if I, if it had to be brutal, I think we need a left back because we can't rely on Gibbs to be fit. Mm. It's a shame because Kieran Gibbs is a super player, but I think we mm. do play him in that position to hold it. I think centre halves. I think centre halves are good. Hagazi, Bartley, Ajayi, uh, full backs, right back, Furlong looks. A decent play. I think we need to just get one player there. Midfield, I think, could be a struggle for us. I mean, we've lost Kravinovic, uh, but we've got Livermore, Sawyers in that position that we play. Pereira's obviously side permanently. But if I if I if I had to pick one up front, up front is the biggest one because as as much as he's got, I think Charlie has got eleven goals this season. That is not enough. Yeah, no, I, I, if, he, I like, I like if he's only got eleven goals in the championship, it it doesn't bode well for the Premier no, League. You've got uh, to have a really good striker to stay up in the Premier League. Well, no, no, not really, because Sheffield United haven't really got a great striker. They've got a good team around them. That's yeah, yes, yeah, true, fair point. It can go one of two ways. It's either buy buy a striker and rely on that striker, or just basically all into the team. And I think if we, I think if the t- if the Albion go that route of uh, will, every if we get goals all right, I think we, um, that could be a thing. But I do think up front is a big effort uh, error for us because we've, we've only got fucking Robson Carney and Charlie <laughs> <laughs> Austin. And my love for Robson Carney is just off the scales. How, how, how would you feel about um, someone like like Egalo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think he's completely out of the out of. I don't know. He's not completely impossible. Oh, oh, it is. Well, I don't know. I think he's going back to China in January. So yeah. Didn't, didn't he sign like a new four hundred grand a week contract before going to United? 
Oh, did he? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can't but, remember. Yeah, there's no way that the album are going to pay that sort of money. But I do think... I, I do think a Dini would be good, or a Welbeck maybe if we keep them fit. Um, Lingard. Callum Wilson maybe. Would Callum Wilson join the Albion? Probably not. I do think we'll probably get the majority of our players from abroad. I, I think that will happen. And it worked. It worked for us last season. Getting Pereira, getting Krivinovic in. Mm. So who's Neymar? Neymar, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Mbappe, perhaps. I no. He ain't good enough. No. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, maybe, maybe you just need to buy like a crappy League Two player like Bellingham, and I don't know. Maybe just pay like seventeen million for them, and maybe maybe they'll be good. Or we could spend seventy odd million pounds on Lukaku. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But I, I, I honestly, I'm just, I, I am going to miss a championship. Uh, it was a good league. It's a competitive. It's the most competitive league in the world. I love the championship. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Oh, it's the best. I mean, Billich, Billich just said that he, he, he wanted to manage a championship at one stage, and he's done it. And now back in the Premier League. And honestly, this is me being. I take seventeenth next season. I would. I think you'll stay. I think you will stay up next season. If I think Belich is a cagey enough manager to um, get the right players and the right amount of players. As you say, we're still keeping the core squad to keep you in the Premier League. I mean, the, 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 the thing that let me. I think that little stay lassie. The, the season just gone. We just drew too many games. We. I think, I've got the table up now. We drew 17 games, which is the most in the top six. And we only lost seven, which is the least in the top six. Mm. We lost less games than um, Leeds. Um, we won 22 games. But we, we what we relied on last season, though, was we had the most points gained from losing positions. 24, 24 points from losing positions. That's not going to happen in the Premier League. I don't think we're going to make twenty-four to eight, basically, effectively eight wins from losing positions. It could happen, but in the Premier League, it's much harder for it to happen because the, in the Championship we are a big fish in a little pond in the Championship, but in the Premier League we are a little fish in a big pond. I mean, so, the same with United. We only lost eight games, which is um, the yeah. the second. You know the second best record of um, losing. We just drew. We just drew. Drew a lot. It's the same with Arsenal. Arsenal only lost ten games last season, but they drew fourteen, mm. which, which is the joint most with Wolves. And I think that's what left let Wolves and Arsenal down. The fact they drew too many games, but then Arsenal people forget that about Arsenal. All they focus on is oh, Arsenal drew again. No, Arsenal probably lose at this point, or they're playing shit. So they. <laughs> We lost the most. I think we lost the most points from winning positions, which is both an encouraging and also awful stat. Yeah, it's something you need to sort out. I mean, yeah, like you, you're racing to a three 0 lead, and Watford nearly pegged you back. I mean, they got two <laughs> goals. It's uh... it's kind of impressive that we can do so well against well someone like you know City or or Liverpool. You know, keep a clean sheet against Man City, but 
Tottenham, I mean, not Tottenham, but Villa and, um, you know, Watford. Oh, that's just a no-no for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think I talked to my best friend about this today, Arsenal, and he said it's so frustrating because you think beating, beating the top two in the space of four days, you think they'd absolutely rip Villa to pieces and it didn't happen. You're pouring into Villa. And then you'd think, right, Watford, they, they've got, they've, obviously they're play for their lives, but, you know, we're, we're a better team than Watford. And yeah, as you said, they've got pegged back. It's just, it's so frustrating because Arsenal shouldn't be in position they're in because they are a big team, they've got big players. But I think Arsenal fans, and especially, this is especially fucking Arsenal fan TV, this is aimed at them. You are not the fucking Invincibles. You are not the team you used to be. Move on. <laughs> yeah, but we, we still have a way to go, that's for sure. Honestly, that, 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 that programme shows what is wrong with football fans. Particularly Arsenal fans. Oh, God. I mean, I remember when, when they played against West Brom, we beat, we beat Arsenal 3-1. And we saw them gathering. And so I went, oh, fuck, so I'm going to go over. So I went over. And fucking hell, the amount of negativity about uh, Wenger, Ozil. Just blame everything on Wenger. Wenger this, Wenger that. To be, to be fair, Ozil probably deserves it. Ozil's probably the best player on the pitch that game. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> he was superb. But probably probably the only game of the season. <laughs> but I said... I, uh, I do say this to an Arsenal fan. I said, like, seriously, is this normal? He said, honestly, mate, this is just so... This this is typical Arsenal. It makes you ashamed to be an Arsenal fan. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's... But the season's over. The season's over. I've literally lost friendships over uh, being Arsenal fans. But, yeah, I, I, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm just so glad it's it's done now. Yeah, see, see, season's over. We can all reflect until the 12th of September happens because it's only six it's six short weeks away from kicking off again. Well, actually, it's it's not over for um, teams no. still in the Champions League and Europa League. No, and it's the FA Cup. Yeah, but no one cares about that Mickey Mouse Cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the Champions League, as Carl said, I mean, shall we do a quick... Should we do a quick prediction for the Champions League? Uh, I, I can barely remember who's in it. Yeah, I can say me. I've, I've got it up though. No, I'm prepared, unlike you two. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have. Uh, so you got Juventus versus Leon, City versus Real Madrid, Bayern versus Chelsea, Barca Napoli, uh, Atalanta PSG, and Atletico Madrid. Uh, those are the teams that are left. Uh, Liam, who are you going to take out of those? You know what? I think City actually have a pretty good chance. I mean, they've 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 like a great squad depth. I mean, they've got a brilliant manager. They they don't have, they don't have a league to worry about. I I think they could do it. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're actually going to be my choice. I mean, none of the teams have a league to worry about. Well, oh yes, sir. well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, yeah, but I'm, you know, still, whatever. I'm, I'm being a bastard. You are being a bastard. You've been a bastard all day. What, what, what's happened? Are, are, are we going to have words after this? <laughs> I don't think it's up for renewal. 
Um, <laughs> Carl, who are you? Gonna... I'll say I'll say Barca. I think they're going to want to do something after missing out on the, the league. Mm. I'm going to say Real Madrid. Zidane, Zidane in charge. He's re- revitalised that team. They've won the Liga. I just, yeah, I just don't think City's defence is good enough uh, to to win to win the Champions League. And there's, there's some vast improvement from what we've seen in the Premier League. Uh, I'm not completely convinced by Madrid, though. To be honest, like I, I know they won the league, but this hasn't been the Madrid side for quite a few years. I, I, I mean, they still have they still have one nil deficit to get past Man City. I don't know. I, I think it might be slightly difficult. I, for I them. think they'll ever turn that. I. Mm, hopefully. I mean, I, I, hopefully. I mean, you know. As a United fan, I do not want to see City winning that <laughs> tournament <laughs> at all. Like, like racing the Villa situation. It's not something I want to see. Uh, you know, actually, Man United might. Oh wait. I bet Arsenal. Oh, uh, that, that, that doesn't matter. I, I, yeah, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he changes the subject. Uh, then we get to Europa League. Um, uh, Carl, who are you going to go for the Europa League? I fancy Inter. I mean, uh, three weeks, uh, well, two weeks ago, I would have said United, but our form's just gone off so much. I, I don't fancy us for it anymore. Yeah. So uh, I, I think Inter are probably the strongest team left in there. So I'll say them. Uh, when I'm, does Europa start again? It start. It starts the fifth of August. Um, I would say the team that knocked out Arsenal, Olympiacos. <laughs> 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 you bastards! <laughs> no, uh, I mean I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick teams that are left. I'm. I'm I'm struggling to disagree with you, Carl. I think maybe by Leverkusen, maybe could do something, but no, I'm, I'm going to go into Milan. I think Inter just looked sharp the last yeah. couple of games. I mean, if we can find if we can find the form we had in the early stages of the return to the Premier League, then I think we've got a chance. But if we play like we have I mean, the, I mean, last, you, you... the last handful of games, then. Yeah, you have time off first. I, I think you have a chance. I mean, still, they they this they um they improved against Leicester. I mean, we have pretty much got a bye in the the first match because we're five 0 up against Lask. So um, you, you'd expect with we could um, play a half team against them to get by. Liam, I'm actually I'm, I'm actually going to go um, Manchester again. I, I I don't know why, but I, I feel like they'll want to continue on with their success, and I feel like a little bit of a break could do them really yeah, good. Yeah, we, we might be left. We yeah, we might be on a big high after you know getting third in the league and qualifying for the Champions League. So you never know. We might might give us a big left. Yeah, Liam, you're not going to back um, Olympia. Lim- yeah, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean, granted, like I, I, as much as I want, I mean, as much as I want Olympiacos to win, they're not going to beat Wolves. Um, so I think, I think could the possibility be there? Just admit, I would, I would. If we're not going to win it, I would love to see Wolves do really well. 
Actually, oh, yeah, that, that could be a decent shout. To be honest, I, I, I've said this, I've said this many times, Wolves are the best team in the fucking business by a massive, massive, massive margin. I mean, my mum my mum was born in Wolverhampton, so, you know, I, I don't mind Wolves too much. Oh, there's your six fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously, we will cover the Europa League and the Champions League when it, they do happen, but we are here to do that... Uh, end-of-year awards for the Premier League. So, the categories that uh, we have, if I could just quickly get them up, guys, because, again, I'm prepared. We have the Player of the Year. Oh, Reese can't get the... it up. <laughs> Manager of the Year, Signing of the Year, Worst Player of the Year, the biggest letdown or moment of the big, yeah, biggest letdown of the year and the moment, the best moment of the year. So we'll come first with the player of the so our individual player of the year. Uh, Liam, I'll come to you first. Who's oh, your God, player of the year? Pressure. Uh, see, I, I was very close going for um, David Luiz. Um, I think he said an absolute standout season. But I'm actually <laughs> going to go for Kevin De Bruyne. It was tight, but I think Kevin De Bruyne has shown why he's one of the best players in the world. Yeah, equaled um, Henri's record last night. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, you know, I'm kind of glad that someone did. I'm I'm surprised he didn't break it against um, against Norwich. But you know, you got two goals as well. So you know, I don't think he's going to be that mad. No, he's he's a multi millionaire. I don't think he's crying himself to sleep every night. No, <laughs> immensely talented footballer, lots of money in the bank, and yeah, I didn't beat, didn't break the record against Norwich. I can see him crying about it. To be honest with you. Yeah, just devastated it'll be. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think Kevin Bruyne has been. I, I, I'm just baffled. He did it with the footballer writers player of the year. It just baffled me. De Bruyne has just been so consistent. If he had a team round, if he had a team round him that was as consistent as he was, I think City would have walked the league. He's such just such a good player. So yeah, my fans, <laughs> De Bruyne. Uh, whenever, whenever they. Um... Bench him as well. City just never look the same team, do they? No. They no, always I, end. I, I, I they always he... end up having to bring. Well, nearly or you know, not. They pretty much always have to bring him back off the bench to get themselves going when they've dropped him. Do you, do you think they'll struggle to get Champions League without De Bruyne? That might sound ridiculous, big, but big time. Big, big time. I think he's that important. I think City, if they didn't have De Bruyne, would be fifth, maybe sixth. If that, the boy was that important. He's so influential. He, you know, he, he sees passes, he creates goals, he scores goals, and not just tap ins, but you know, worldies. He's he, he really is an excellent player. Mm. I agree, Kibert. I think that's why he, he, he should have been proud of the year. So, Carl, are you going to make it three for three, or if you chose? Yeah, three? I will. I mean, I'm the only other person I would have gone with, but I mean, you could have him as young player of the year, I suppose. Is Terence, um, is it Alexander Arnold? Sorry, Terrence. I was gonna say Terence from Derby. <laughs> Terence Alexander Arnold. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he's been excellent. Gaff and joking aside, I think he's been excellent for Liverpool. He's solid in defence, he goes forward, he he scores good goals, he, he's got plenty of assists as well for a defender. He's he has been awesome. To, to, be fair to, to be fair to you, Carl, I, 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 you knew his great-grandfather, didn't you? you yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, the, the, 
I mean, he broke his own record for a defender with, I think, 13 assists he got this Yeah, season. exactly. But I will say this, though, about you. I think he, he should be a right winger, not a right back. Maybe so, maybe, maybe so. I think defensively, he's, I mean, great. I mean, he's only, what, two or three years of age? He's got so much time to learn. Uh, <laughs> I think, I do think, no, I think, I think as he gets older, a bit like Gareth Bale, I think as he gets older, I think he'll move further up the pitch. So, but yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. If you get a young player of the year, I, I can't disagree. I think oh, Trent, Trent is young player of the year. But we, we'll move on to team of the year. So my team of the year is Sheffield United. Yeah, uh, they have had a very good season for a team that got promoted by the playoffs, didn't they? No, they fin- no, they finished second. Oh, they finished second, did they? Sorry. Villa, Villa came to the playoffs to beat. Ah, that's But I mean, look, you look at it. Sheffield United have all have been a, like been around sixth, seventh, eighth all season. Not they just, have, they have, and and they've not they've not they've not got any world class players in that team, but. As I said earlier, the, the players that they've got, they all work for each other. They're all they're just, they're just a tenacious team. They play really good football. And yeah, I think Sheffield United finishing ninth in their first season back. That's my team of the year. Um, Liam? It's, it's, it's hard to argue, but I, I, I'm going for the boring choice. I'm going for Liverpool. I, I just think this team has been absolutely incredible. I, I think this is probably one of the best teams I've ever seen. There's barely a weakness. Like, I think the only weakness is maybe like a backup third choice right back, like third or fourth choice centre back. And that's that's kind of incredible. Yes, that's incredible, to be honest. Mm, I agree. I I, I, I agree. It was was either go for the easy option, which is Liverpool, and he said the boring option, but you can't deny they've been just so good. Is this the best to ever think? I think it might be. I mean, like a couple of years ago, I thought I would have said maybe City. And then, I mean, I mean, they've made the Invincibles look like just a bog standard team, and that's kind of incredible. Oh, I think this team was smashing Invincibles. I mean, look, the Invincibles—they were a great team, but they drew loads of games. Yeah. Whereas Liverpool have won thirty-two, drew three, and lost three. Ninety-nine points. They basically look at they won the league. In November, <laughs> they they did really, didn't they? And they are and they are my choice for team of the year as well. Um, you know, they they won it with such ease, um, playing great football most most of the time. That um, you, you can't look past the football for team of the year. I mean, as I said, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like you said, I think they. I mean, I can understand what where you've gone and why you said Sheffield United and. Where they yeah. finished is, is excellent for them. They've been so consistent, yeah, um, all season. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think both of them. I think this is. I think, I think why Liverpool. I think it's different things. I think because of as you said, where Sheffield United finished. Everyone, everyone expected Sheffield United to go down, and they've proved everyone wrong. And that's why I picked them. I think, that, and that's what brings on to manager of the year. Um, Carla, come to you first. Who's the who's your manager of the year? Well, again, it's it's got to be the boring choice, and it's got to be Klopp. I mean, he's not just for this season, but the way he's turned Liverpool round and got them to where 
as much as I hate to admit it as a United fan, where he should be is at least in contention for winning the the, the Premier League. Um, they they've won it and they've won it in such a count, you know, such a canter, and it, you've got to put it down to Klopp. He's just been excellent. Yeah, but you know he's bought he's bought well. He's drilled the team well. He, he, he you know he's just been excellent. This is an odd quality, but he's a likable German. Yeah, he's. I mean, as much as uh, as a Man United fan, I, I don't like Liverpool. I can't not like Klopp. He's just mm. such a nice, like friendly guy, doesn't he? Isn't he? He's, hmm. You can't not. You can't not like him. He yeah, so I mean, had it at Dortmund as well, where I mean, that is why I like Borussia Dortmund is because of Klopp and that team that they had. I mean, it was just incredible to see it. And then what his press conference when when because before he announced he was leaving Dortmund, Dortmund were actually in a relegation fight. He said he's leaving, and they finished in the Europa League places. And he just he just quote this line. I should have resi- I should have threatened to resign years ago. We could have finished. Ham- we could have got how many league titles? Oh, <laughs> 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 a great man, a great man. And, he, and you see thing. him on the touchline, and he, it's like he plays every ball himself, doesn't he? He's, he's, he's so just passionate. so passionate, isn't he? Yeah. Here's question. Here's question. Who's more likable, him or um, Claudio Ranieri? Oh, Klopp. Really? Uh, it's time. No, Ranieri. Yeah, Ranieri is just a sweetheart. I'm just sorry, no, but what what that what what room Renier was going, obviously going to follow that kind of room in it, but just for the dilly dean dilly dong. <laughs> <laughs> just for the beauty oh, and the Kasabian. Yeah, you're brilliant. But Liam, who's your manager of the year? Mine is actually gonna be Chris Wilder. Um yep. I, I think what what he's done with that team with very little money spent and I mean they've they've barely had a striker for most of the season, but yet somehow they've been nearly in. Did they make Europa League? No, the they finished ninth. Yeah, I, I mean that's so close. Like, mm. it's kind of incredible. Uh, I, I just think he's one of the. He's, he's one of the most. To, to do that with that team. Mm. Yeah, I mean he, he's he's made fantasy football just a, a treat as well. So you know, I, yeah. I, he's my choice. I mean, not just that. To take them from League One to the Premier League. In, three or four years is incredible. And I'm going to have to agree with, with, with Liam, I think. What I like about him as well is he's a football man. He's a football fan first. He's a passionate Sheffield United fan. And when his team plays crap, he says his team plays crap. When his team plays good, his team plays, he says his team plays good. He's not afraid to mince his words. And I think that's what's missing in football, is a man, is a, is a man who is not afraid to basically berate his players. I mean, you look yeah. at yeah, you've got Mourinho who takes it to a whole new level, but Mourinho is just a, it has to be about Mourinho. Wilder makes it about the team. And I watched his press conference about when, he, when they played Leicester and they lost to Leicester, and they said, how's your team play? So the team was shit. And they, 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 they just didn't turn up. From the first whistle, they were just shit, and they know, how that, they know exactly how we feel, and we move on from it as a team. And it's just a, a great, great press conference. A great, and also, it's just a, honestly, it's just a nice to see a man with that passion in football, and, and honesty as well. Yeah, I mean, I was going to pick Nigel Pearson, just for the, 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 if if he would have got 
Watford saying, I think Nigel Pearson would have been a shout. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't look past Walder. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I can see why you'd say Wilder. He has them absolutely excellent. And I think Watford should feel ashamed of themselves for second Pearson. I mean, two games left, he could, you know, he could have kept them up, but they, they didn't give him the chance. And I just think it was a ludicrous decision. I agree. Um, uh, we've come to the next top, uh, next category, which is the signing of the year. Uh, Liam, who, who, who's been the signing of the year for you? So, I mean, there's a very obvious choice and uh, I, I kind of wanted to go a bit outside, but... Um, Cash question. Is yes. this going to be a sarcastic answer? No, 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 it's actually not. But um, <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. Well, the thing is, I was going to say maybe Martinelli, just because I think he's, in terms of a, a pick from the second division of the Brazilian league, I think he is a real find. And he's he's shown that he's, a, he's going to be a fantastic player. But, I mean, despite that, you can't, you cannot say, you, you just cannot save um, Fernandes. I mean, what a player. He, he, he literally made, he literally elevated you to... Um, you know, the Champions League spots. I, I think without him, I think yeah, you, know, I, you, might, I, you, might even, you might even struggle to make Europa League, to be honest. I, I completely him. agree, and while we're on him, he, he, is, my, he is my pick for, for that as well. Um, I think he's everyone's pick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's easy to say roasting to grasses because I'm a United fan, but he, has anyone had the impact he's had on the, on the team this year? I mean, as you say, I don't think we would have got third place without him. No chance. And his stats speak for them. For themselves, the amount of assists and goals, even if you take away the penalties, <laughs> take away the penalties. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at every club's transfers that they've made um, this season. Just looking at them all. Um, no, I, ca- I can't disagree with. I mean, we were struggling so much creatively, and then all of a sudden we'd bring Bruno Fernandes in, and we, you know, we're passing the ball around properly. We we had a run where we won three games on the trot with three goals or more. When we were struggling to find the back of the net at all before before he came in, he just he just completely changed the team. Actually, I, I have thought of one that's had more of an impact than Bruno Fernandes. Um, Danny Ings for Southampton. Mm, that's, a, that's a good choice. Oh yeah, there is a shout. There is a shout for him. Yeah. I mean, you look at he. He, he had a torrid time at Liverpool. Absolutely, I felt so sorry for him at Liverpool because he just he couldn't stay fit. And then he yeah, goes, it didn't work out at all, did it? It, it, it didn't. And then he goes. It goes to Southampton, and he's. I'm just getting the stats up for this season. Just bear with me for a second. But he he played thirty. He played thirty eight games. Basically, all season, which is great to see a play, uh, a play with so great boy injuries to play that many games, and he scored twenty-two goals. Just miss, just missing out on the golden boot by one goal, which obviously went to to Vardy. Yeah, um, I, I think yeah, I, I, Bruno Fernandes yeah, single single-handedly dragged Man United to where Man United finished, but I do think Danny Ings has had a massive impact on Southampton as well because I think mm. without. I think Southampton probably would have gone down. 
Yeah, you're probably right. He's a he's a good shout. I'm not I'm not changing my pick, but yeah, oh, he's, no, a, he's definitely a good shout. Oh, I'm not. And, I'm not at all. I think I, I agree with you to completely. I think Bruno Bruno Fernandez is the signing of the signing of the season. But I do think Danny Ings for 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 the lower half of the table. I think Danny Ings will probably be the best. Oh yeah, signing. no, def, def, I, I agree. Uh, then we get on to the worst player of the year. Uh, we, I think we can, we, can, we can combine this. Can we combine these two? Worst player of the year and the biggest letdown of the year? I don't know. Poss- Maybe. Um, I've got, I have worst got one for letdown of the year, though. Yeah, so have I. Okay. Worst player of the year. Um, it's easy to say this person because he has had a woeful season, but then he has played well. The past couple of games, but I am going to say I am going to say David Luiz. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think David Luiz has just had a shocker. I mean, it's not just that game against City. The game against Chelsea where he got himself sent off. Um, what was that game where he nearly booted someone in the head, clearing the ball? Was that Chelsea as well at the Emirates? Oh, maybe. I mean, I, I, I've kind of wiped it from my memory. <laughs> but then, for the for the for the price, I mean, the the accountant at Chelsea deserves a knighthood or a damehood for, for getting <laughs> to pay eight million pounds for David Luiz. Um, the game against City just clinched it. He had an absolute shocker, and yeah, I I can't I can't I, I can't think of other people, but I think. David Luiz is my worst player of the year. He said the record for most penalties given away in a season with five. Right. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Is that for Arsenal? Well, that's, that's for this season. Is, it, is, it, five. Is, that, is, that, is that Premier League record or just this season record? Uh, I th- yeah, Premier League record for a season. So that's the most penalties given away in a season for full <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> Not a record to be proud of. No. Oh, Liam, who's your worst player of the year? See, I, I, I'm very conflicted because I, I, I thought maybe David Luiz, but I, I've come down two, and they're, they're both for very different reasons. One kind of feel, feel, feed into my letdown, and the other one, I think I'm actually going to have to go to. So I, I was stuck between Endombele and Meza Özil. Because Mesut Ozil, uh, can I just get up the stats for Ozil this season? Please do. I'm intrigued. All right. Here we go. Uh, I think he's... um, All right. So here we are. In the Premier League, 18, uh, 18 appearances. How many goals do you think he's got? No. Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to say... I'm saying zero. He's got one. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, but you know what? He's fine. He's not a player known for goals. So, so he, he's the assist king. How many assists do you think he has in 18 appearances? None. Two. He has two. And he's being paid £320,000 a week. Cheap at twice the price. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I can't think who's been the worst. Who, who's worse, him or Sanchez, for the fee they're being paid? 
Oh, fucking hell. Sanchez. Fuck, he's up for, sorry, Sanchez. Yeah, Apparently he's been all right at Inter, though. Yeah, but half a million a week. Well, yeah, true, true. Yeah, so I think Mesut Oz, I think it just has to be. He's just been so poor. I mean, he, he can't even get in Arteta's team now. I mean, yeah. if, if Unai Emery doesn't trust you and then Mikel Arteta doesn't trust you, it just shows he's not putting in the effort. And the, I, I don't think he's going to go. I think he's going to ride out his contract like Gareth Bale. The difference between us and Real Madrid is they can afford to not pay him anything. We need the money. And we have to yeah. pay this fuck just to sit yeah. on the bench and play, and play Fortnite on, on Twitch. And also, this was a man who refused to take a, a pay cut for furlough as well. Let's, let's just put that out there as well. Yeah, and, uh, and he, he's had some good moments at Arsenal. I mean, I think his second season was absolutely fantastic, where he also got 19 goals like De Bruyne. But it's just, he's just been absolutely, he's been shocking. And it, it's, re- it's really made me sad how much he's used this club. And just, I don't know, it, it's, so, it's so disappointing. So he, he's by far the worst player for the season for me. Yeah, I can't disagree with that, Carl. Yeah, I, mean, it's, uh, I can't really disagree with any of the two picks, but I've got to go for Jesse Lingard. He's, <laughs> I know he scored the, I know he scored yesterday, but that was down to a massive error by uh, Leicester. He's, you know, he's just been awful. He's given the ball away. He's, I can't be asked to look up his his stats, but he's he can't have many assists for goals to his name. He's. And that game against City comes to mind where the socialist shouted at him, if you do that again, you're effing off. And he was, he did it again and he was hauled off. He, he, yeah, apparently he's had, you know, issues in his personal life that hasn't helped, but still he's, he's just been dog awful. I mean, I, I, can, I can give you the stats for this season. <laughs> I thought you uh, would. <laughs> I, I, are you ready for this? Yeah. This is Justin Lingard's stats. So Justin Lingard played 22 games in the Premier League this season. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that was yesterday. What one goal? Yeah. And, and no assists. And no assists. No, I, did, I thought that was the case, but I didn't want to put my... Uh, my money on it yeah it's just I'm, and I'm hearing I'm seeing rumours on Twitter that we might extend his deal now I mean just get rid of him he's not let, good I'm, enough let's be honest and I know, I know, I know I've had some laughs about West Brom signing Jesse Lingard but seriously who would take Jesse Lingard I don't know. Someone like Villa might take a chance on him. I, I mean, Watford took Tom Cleverley, so I think that I think if he can get um, a club, I think Jesse Lingard can. Someone will take because he's an because he plays for United. Someone someone will be willing to take a chance on him. And he's English. We always are. Hmm. I think he'll end up at West Ham with David Moyes. I just hope I just hope we let him go. I don't really do. So then we're gonna have two useless um, English players in Wilshire and um, Lingard. That'd be great. Yeah, but, but what happened to let's, Wilshire? Let's, 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 let's honestly, Lingard is a young up and coming talent. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so just we, like Wilshire. We, so we move on to the big. If we can have this the biggest let day slash biggest uh, worst moment. Of the year, so um, so the biggest letdown, the worst moment of the year for me 
is Michael Oliver not turn this fucking watch off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. How, how, how can he... I, I, I don't get how he didn't see it, the linesman didn't see it, the fact the goalkeeper was in the net when the ball was in and yeah, he ran clearly, up. clearly over the line. Oh, that—that that is the thing. That is the—that is the thing that saved them yesterday. It was hard and, work and all by themselves, race. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think for me, just the fact is that you see Michael Oliver look at his watch, then look at the Sheffield United players. Like, oh no, it didn't vibrate, didn't go off, didn't go off. And at half time, he's walking towards the uh, touchline, looking at his watch, going, Oh, didn't happen here, lads, didn't happen here. And then, yeah, and then it comes out, Oh, I didn't turn it on. Did that actually really, did it actually really come out? That he didn't turn it on. Hawkeye, Hawkeye came out and said, Oh, the system wasn't working. Yet it worked for every other game. No, but he hasn't actually said that, though, has he? You can't. Well, if you look at he's clearly looking at his watch and he knows it's not on. No, no, I'm with you. I think he probably he probably didn't turn it on as well. But they're not they're not going to actually admit it though, are they? I think I might be wrong. I think he did. I think he admitted it to Billy Sharp at half time that it wasn't turned on. I'll have a look into it, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But. That is my biggest letdown of the season. Is fucking Michael Oliver's watch. Leo, <laughs> what's yours? I mean, yeah, I'm slightly surprised that no one has chosen this. But I mean, maybe Carl will. I think the biggest letdown has to be Tottenham, and it makes me so happy to say that um, Tottenham and Endor Bele. I mean, they were in the final of the Champions League last season. And they spent fifty million plus on Endombele, and they just barely scraped Europa League. It's uh, it's kind of incredible how shit their season has gone. I, I can't believe they signed. I can't believe they sacked Pochettino and replaced him with, with Mourinho. It just, oh, I, I I don't even know. Just, I mean, what a shit for, show. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, and to be an arsehole one more time. Maybe they finish. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, you, you, you are, you're, you're not listening to me. They were in the Champions League I, final I, last season. I know. I love, I love taking. I, I love angering you. Hmm. <laughs> it's just such a fucking stupid comment. <laughs> it gives me so much joy. Just give me one thing, Jesus Christ! Arsenal have nothing this season. I mean, they did finish six to Arsenal's eight. So, you know. <laughs> ninth. 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 No, eighth. Sorry, eighth. No, the finish. No, no, no. Yeah, but no one expected us to, to do, like, anything better. <laughs> I guess we did. We, you, were, you weren't expected to finish solo that low down the table. Jesus Christ, yeah, but no one expected yeah. Tottenham to barely scrape Europa League. No. They've been the most disappointing team, I think, of the whole. of everyone. No, I see. Where it's, I, I I agree with you. I, I I completely agree. I think Tottenham have been poor. If they didn't uh, have Kane, I think they'd be. Super yeah, nice. I mean they didn't really improve that much uh, with Mourinho. I think they had about two or three good games, then they lost to us and went back to normal again. I have to, I have to say I do think they were lucky slightly to beat us. 
because we 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 can be capitulated in, in that game as you tend to do yeah exactly but, but no, I, I, I think yeah, I think to go into Pochettino, I think no, I think Pochettino's time had run its course. Maybe I think he's, he's needed money. I, I mean, uh, yeah, he wasn't able to spend any money, and now Mourinho has been. So I, I, don't, I don't even know. Well, Mourinho's only really signed, Mourinho signed one player. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Bergwijn. And that was a good signing, to be fair. Well, that's a good signing, but he hasn't done a great deal um, since he scored against us, really. He got he got injured. He got injured. And he was ruled he was ruled out until the um, basically the end, end of the season. Oh right, it? I didn't realise that. Uh, but so no apologies. I, I do I do think that, but uh, it's a good sign. I mean, I think that's probably the the sign that Tottenham needed, maybe in that position, but. I mean, three goals in fourteen games is a good return, so so far. Uh, but no, I, I, I think Tottenham, Tottenham were just Tottenham. Let's just say that they're just Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carl, what's, what's your biggest letdown of the season? My biggest letdown was Liverpool won the title so easily. There wasn't really a a challenge. There was no excitement from. For ages, over who was going to win the league? I mean, when football came back, I think Liverpool only needed was it two or three victories to to win the to win the title. City win. I mean, they'll probably whinge and disagree if they listen to this, but City was never really in it, to be honest. Uh, you know, you like you like to, as much as I hate both teams, you like to have a bit bit of excitement to who's going to win the league and have at least a two-horse race, but it was it was only ever a one-horse race. All the excitement came from who would finish in the top four and relegation. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think as soon as the title race is done, it's, the season's kind of like, oh, okay, well, mm. we're just... It, I'm, I'm going to compare it to Formula One. Liverpool with the Mercedes. Um, yeah. It was boring and done by the time of it, and then you had everybody else just fight for the midfield sort of thing, but... Yeah, I, I think. I, I yeah, they're think. like Lewis Hamilton out in front in a race. You, you just know, unless something goes wrong with his car, no one's going to get anywhere near him. And yeah, Klopp doesn't like him sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get to the moment of the year. So, um, Liam, the last category. What, what was your moment of the year? Hey, we, 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 how about you go first? We, we, we've gone first. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point, Liam. Go on, Reese. My moment of the year uh, was seeing West Bromwich Albion promoted back to the Premier League. That is my moment of the year. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to say Villas. I thought he was going to say Villas staying up, didn't you, mate? Actually, yeah, it's only Premier League moment, so I, I, I think it's going to have to be Villa by default. I'm sorry about that. The <laughs> 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 uh, no, moment of the year was Arsenal availing David Louise. Or <laughs> bringing on David Louise against Man City. Oh yeah, that was that's oh. gotta be it. Uh, Images that uh, precede unfortunate events. <laughs> <laughs> so, m- m- moment of the year. Um, ooh, the good thing that is. You can have West Brom. Don't listen to him. Yeah, go on. Of course it is. It's gonna be West Brom get promoted. Um, it's just nice still back in the Premier League. 
So yeah, that's my moment of the year. Uh, Liam, what's yours? Uh, I think mine's going to be um, Norwich versus Man City because I think it's a moment that mm. defines the season. It, it defines what, what was going to be such a hopeful run for Norwich City and then kind of the start of the end of Man City's title race. I mean, after that, you can kind of tell by it that they weren't going to win. And it, it was results like that that kind of defined their season, to be honest. Mm. They, they underachieved, simple as that. Big time. I agree completely. Yeah. Oh, it's yours. My moment of the year is football actually coming back after lockdown. Yes. So it's up in the air. We didn't know when it would be back, if it would actually get finished this season. And it was, you know, it was such catharsis to have, even without the crowd, I got used to the piped in noise after a few matches. And it was just, it. it was just so nice to have football back. And the first, yeah, the first. I think the first couple of matches, you could tell they hadn't trained as much as they'd like because they were quite lethargic the first the first bout of games. But once it got going, it it, it was like it'd never been away again. It was just awesome to have our football back. Mm-hmm. It was so fun covering it every goddamn day. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. It, you know, it's thick and fast. It was maybe not so great for the teams and the players, but for the spectators, it was awesome to have so much football. Oh, it was lovely. I mean, the only downside is we couldn't be there for it. We couldn't go to the games and experience it. I mean, it would have been nice to be able to celebrate with friends and family at the ground when the album got promoted or, you know, celebrate with friends and fans when David Luiz came on and mm. City capitulated. And <laughs> like that. Um, but hopefully fans will be back soon. And uh, we can all go back to enjoying football, uh, friends, and just have fun again with it. Because football without fans, as good as it is to watch football, it's, just, it's nothing without the fans. No, so, definitely. Yeah, I, I hope it's I hope we can get back to it soon. I mean, obviously, I'd love to be able to go and watch West Brom in the, in the Premier League again. Go and see teams, see little teams like uh, Man United and Arsenal come to the Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just enjoy football once more. But I just want to say I have enjoyed covering this season with uh, you, Carl, and um, having to pop with Liam uh, after the mid-season break. It's been a pleasure, boys. Yeah, yeah and it's been been a lot of fun. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I consider myself to be the Fernandez signing on this podcast. I came in late and uh, <laughs> I think I saved the whole thing. So you're welcome, guys. No, you were the David Luiz signing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think we can safely say, uh, are we all renewing our contracts for next season? Fuck no. 100%. Oh, yeah, go on, why not? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do a Watford and just get rid of Liam. Um, <laughs> for, no, for no apparent reason at all, you're gone. No, no. As I, as I said many times to, to you, Liam, it is a dictatorship, not a democracy, and I am oh, in I guess I have to stay, then. No, that, that, that has been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. I, I, I yeah. love you both. Uh, um, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind, then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can tolerate you both. It's all right. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, 
I, I love you both. It's been a pleasure. But yeah, we will be back nice. in um, a transfer, um, fancy transfer theme podcast special. And also we will be back September 12th uh, for the return of the Premier League. But until then, guys, um, it's been a pleasure. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank so, you. For that, so Liam, we'll, we'll come to you for plugs first. All right, absolutely. So you can find me on Twitter at HarperMilo. And you can follow my Alvin and the Chipmunks stan accounts at Alvin <laughs> underscore and <laughs> underscore the at underscore Chipmunks 6. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's a hell of an account. It's a hell of an account. Oh, God. Carl. Uh, you can follow me at um, Villa Stayed Up on Their Own Accord. <laughs> oh, you can follow me at Carl <laughs> underscore Fire89 um, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions. Check out our website where me and myself and Anthony will put up the odd um, blog and article to make good reading. Um, yeah, it's fun. And you can find me at um, Liam's old OnlyFans account. I've taken that over. Yeah, thank you. Of, with pictures of Star Wars and Marvel dildos. Well, <laughs> well worth the price. <laughs> Stop, Liam. Liam's actually sent me the... <laughs> On Instagram, Liam sent me the link to the Alpha the Chipmunks Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Carl. I'll send it to you. Wait, what, what's your Instagram, mate? Brilliant. What, what? Uh, I've just gave it. We're, we're not fucking listening. Carlos underscore fire eighty nine. So sorry. Can you say it again? Carlos underscore fire eighty nine. All right, Carlos underscore fire. Oh, I found you. All right, brilliant. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Arsenal's nineteen ninety five. You can also listen to Rogue Opinions on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, where we get your podcasts. So follow Rogue Opinions, Rogue Opinions, where we have a new Room 501 uh, that I really enjoy doing with uh, Jay from Jay's CTV. Uh, we will have an episode with the one and only Sex Pest Liam Hall coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so going to be a banger, lads. Yeah, P- Piers Morgan and Morrissey, you fucked. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but until uh, until next time, guys, uh, stay safe, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. And thanks Bye. to our sponsors. Oh, never mind. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to shout out our sponsors, like honey. Thank you to Viagra. Um, <laughs> bye. Yes, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I'm forty. I need all the Viagra I can get. Oh, that's stated. Bye. <laughs> Here comes the captain, the leader of the club. Jordan Henderson steps forward to take his medal and to take the Premier League trophy. The Hendo shuffles on its way. First, they conquered Europe. Then they conquered the whole world. Now they've conquered their own country. Jordan Henderson, the Liverpool Football Club captain. A team of history makers, a team of record breakers. Now, Liverpool are back where they belong. Oh, John, it's been 30 years of hot. 
about to end. Champions again! Liverpool! Soccer all in, lads. Soccer all in. Enjoy it.